Welcome to Trace Tea Podcast, episode 30, Shadow Boxing. So what's shadow boxing? Shadow boxing is the fight we have with ourselves over things that we do that we know are wrong, that we know it goes against what we say we believe. Shadows, shadow boxing sometimes happens like the shadows that we fight Um, Maybe what we are fighting is that we are always a cheater. Whether we're cheating on tests in school, where we're cheating on our boyfriends in high school, whether we're cheating now on our husbands or wives. Um, Or you can have your addiction, addiction to drugs. You know, maybe you started drugs or started drinking in drugs when you were nine years old. And that's always something that you struggle with, um, is that addiction. They say once you're addiction, you're an addict. You're an addict for life, right? So that is a lifelong journey. And when we are shadow boxing, it's something that we're doing. We're trying to combat in private, right? So it's something that we're trying to, number one, face and get rid of. And the thing about the shadows that we fight is that nothing can be fought if it is not faced. So you can know that you are a cheater and understand, you can even understand your triggers and which makes you do these things. But until you're actually facing the fact that you being this way is actually costing you something that you don't want to give up, then you will constantly do it. It could be the same thing with like gambling. Maybe you're a gambler. And until you come to the ugly reality that gambling has taken over your life and has caused you to lose everything, and maybe the one thing that's holding you on is your pride, then eventually the pride will go right? Because the addiction is more important to you than all other things. That's something for you to consider when you're trying to fight these, I guess you can say these shortcomings, or you can call it these demons. But until it's actually faced, you will never overcome it. And then what happens if you as a you know, your calling is to be a spiritual leader. You know, you're leading people to your God, to your religion, to your faith, but you have this big internal battle that you're, you're battling with. How do you do both? And what do you do when you find yourself in that position to where you are married and you have been married for a while, but you like to use your ability to make the connection that's needed, you know, so that people can come in and experience your interpretation of what your God is. What do you do when you use that position to get women or men to be side pieces? What do you do with that? How do you combat that? You know, we've had many preachers who, you know, 
or spiritual leaders, preachers, um, priests who have allowed their imperfectness destroy their message. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people who are spiritual leaders who have shortcomings or internal battles that can be detrimental to the people who they are trying to introduce God to or their religion to. What do we do about that? How do we um, get the taint of our internal battle to not affect the people who we are trying to lead to more awareness and more spiritual um, more spiritual bound so that they make the connection. Because regardless of if you are following a spiritual leader or um, in a church, you know, whatever that is, the relationship that you have with God is your relationship, regardless of what someone else's does. It's about you and your God that you serve. You know, it's about you all making the connection and having the relationship on your own without any added bonus. But what if what's holding you back from being the real or the fullness of your testimony is the internal battle that you're having. Maybe um, it's um, um, greed, or is sexual promiscuity, or is lying, or is gambling, or maybe it's on drugs. What if that internal battle that you're having is supposed to be your greatest testimony? And maybe you won't get to your full potential until that battle is conquered because that will be the catalyst in which it brings you to where you're supposed to be in the bringing people awareness of their spiritual being. You know what I mean? Because to me, in my opinion, everyone has a spirit. Um, it's up to each of us to figure out what the spirit is to us and to be able to hear it, to be able to apply it, to be able to um, give it its voice here on earth. Like I had someone tell me, you know, I have no desire in doing, making, you know, people aware and being a spiritual guidance of any kind because I just don't think I can be there. Well, maybe you can't do it on a larger scale, but if you have to, you not necessarily have to, but you should be an inspiring people who are in your orbit to get closer to themselves and understand their path, right? So regardless of the scale, sometimes your biggest testimony is conquering your biggest internal shadow boxing matter. You know what I mean? Do you pay, do you, hmm, get this. So sometimes we are, we understand that, you know, I'll 
I'll just say, okay. We understand that our internal battle is that we are a cheater. And we use our awareness against people to make them sort of feel, number one, inferior, so that they can join our flock and be a part of my cheating, you know, expedition, whatever. So what happens if you understand that that's your weakness, that's your internal battle is being a cheater, and you're waiting for, you know, God to help you um, fight this battle. And you've been fighting it over um, a period of time and you keep saying, you know, why you won't take this away from me? Why do I keep, you know, seeing beautiful men and, you know, I'm continuing on my cheating endeavor on my husband, right? The reason why that has not happened is because your repentance is fake because you know you have no intentions of stopping. You know, the reason why it hasn't been taken from you is because, you know, your God, God is waiting for you to show up and really leave it alone. You know, you can fool me, you can fool other humans into believing that, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're sorrowful for the misfortunes, you know, maybe you're a gambler or you misuse the money that's used for your church or whatever, or your, um, I can't even think of the word, um, for your charity and you are looking for, you know, um, um, you're looking for salvation to stop it. Right. So, You can fool me into believing, okay, he's really sorrowful for what he's done. I think he's ready, you know, to get over and figure things out. He's, he's past this obstacle. You can fool us humans, but you cannot fool God. You know, he knows you're not finished. He he knows everything. So why would you think your fake repentance is really going to be long lasting or, you know, a real testimony. You cannot be, you cannot get to your fullest height of what you're supposed to be doing as a spiritual leader until you conquer that shadow boxing issue. People who are leader in God's army have to be, have to reiterate to themselves that perfection isn't, perfection isn't required. That's one way in, you know, because sometimes what um, spiritual leaders want to portray is that they're perfect. But, you know, that is not a requirement for God to use you, right? Perfection is not. If anything, he looks for the most imperfect person and use them in that way. You know, in getting people, in meeting people where they are. So that's not... A requirement and you can't hide things from him you know when you're really ready to be done with being an addict you know maybe you finally reached your rock bottom and sometimes people are thinking rock bottom has to be something that is materialistic rock bottom more than likely is emotional 
rock bottom. Or, you know, you've gambled your last... No, it's not gambling your last. It's gambling the person you love the most last thing. That sometimes gets you to shake out of it. And only until you're really there where you're finished and you're ready to, you know, be done with being a cheater, done with being an addict, really done with being a gambler, really done with greed and you want to give in a way in which it has been put into you to give, only then will God pick it up. Like when we really lay things out and set it up, you know, like release it. That's the only time that he picks it up and he delivers us from it. You know, and you don't, re- you don't return to it. Even when your triggers are hit, you still don't retreat back to that. You learn, you, you learn and you grow and you deal with things in a different manner. Um, yeah, um, another thing that I had wrote down was he only delivers you when you're finished playing with whatever it is that you're internally, um, trying to come back. That's the only way that he really delivers you from it. So if you're wondering why, why haven't you gone past this? you know, addiction or um, being a cheater, it's because you are still getting a payoff in being that way. There's a payoff for it. And the only way that you can release it and let go of it is if you actually release it and let go of it. And you do better with today and going forward. So shadow boxing to me is when you're internally boxing with an issue or you're fighting an issue and you want to release and let go of it. Only when you're ready to release and let go of it does it become an actual testimony. You know, those things that we hide and we fight against Those are our real and true testimonies. Hold on one second. Welcome back. So shadow boxing, even when you think of it in the physical form, boxing your shadow, um, your putting forth a lot of energy in doing that. You're getting tired. Um, You may even, you know, do better in your form of, you know, throwing a jab, per se. But what you don't get is productivity. You know, even if you think of the things that you're hiding in the shadows, that's a lot of energy to keep up that mask and that lie. And that's sometimes, more than likely, what it does is it is not productive or producing the type of things you believe it will produce in your life. Like gambling down, gambling, if that's your, your thing that you're hiding, is your gambling addiction. Um, going on a gambling spree 
what you've noticed is you're down to no money and the only thing you have is the deed to your home. And the only reason why you couldn't bet that is because your wife's name is on the deed. So you couldn't, you know, sign that over too to cover your debt. So yeah, it might be, you know, the thing about all of these vices that we're trying to hide in the shadows is that after that instant gratification from whatever it is, maybe you're a cheater, going on a great date with a woman that you can't even have a future with because you're married and she's unaware. Let's take that. Okay, you're married. You had a great, you know, few dates with this um, this lady and she is unaware that you're married. So what you're doing is you're blocking you're inadvertently blocking her blessing because she thinks she's building something with someone who can give her a future and actually she's just wasting her time and not even aware of that. And then what you do as a married person who cheats is not only are you you blocking your blessings in ways in which you don't you're not even aware of yet, you're also blocking your wife's blessing because you two are tied together. The same thing with gambling. Here it is, your your husband, you know, he thinks everything is okay. You all are making progress and saving, but actually you all are so far in debt that he isn't even aware of yet, right? Because debt does come to collect. However, you know, that is, it does come to collect. So you're doing all of these things, keeping up this mask, And it is not really producing (coughs) anything outside of the instant gratification, right? Right in that moment. It might feel good to win, but if you keep on gambling, eventually you're going to lose. The house always wins, right? Because that's how gambling is set up. So the same thing with drugs. What happens when you're... I guess, on a drug and it's no longer getting you as high as you want to be because it's not taking you from the reality you're trying to escape. Whatever that is, what happens when you need a stronger drug? How is that going to affect your life? You're already halfway in, halfway out. What's next? So the thing about shadow boxing is that... um, And what allows you to keep it going, like whatever that thing is that you're in the shadows, you know, battling, sometimes what keeps you in it and keeps you battling and boxing with that issue is that you're okay with with losing whatever it is that's at stake. You know, you may not say that, oh, you know, you, you may portray that you don't want to lose your wife and your kids but really losing that responsibility would be okay because you don't want that you know you've changed your mind on that and you're just not being honest with being okay with getting a divorce or maybe the role that you have as far as work won't allow you to be that to be that honest with where you are. But what you're doing when you are, you know, 
um, cheating on your spouse is, and you know, they caught you again because that is your mode of operation is being a cheater. That's what you are because there are some things that that cheating feeds that you're trying to mask and you're not willing to really confront the issue of it. So inadvertently, you're okay with losing your wife and your um, your family because that is something that you don't, you no longer want, nor would you stand up and say that because of the persona that you have to give to the outside world. And then if you're a spiritual leader and you're cheating with, you know, the men and women who are seeking, you know, guidance from you, then that's a double whammy. That, I mean, that's so many, you know, so many, so much of a cost of that failure, you know, because there's so many spirits that you're, you're going to break because of your inadequacy in being honest in who you are and what you want. So, you know, when you're battling those things, sometimes those biggest battles will be your biggest testimony, you know, if you could ever face it. And think about your the things that we battle in the dark is the more successful you are, the easier it is to hide it, the more accessibility that you have to those, those vices that are unproductive. And if you're, you know, continue to hide it and continue to get, you know, more exposure, more money, more, you know, all those things, then that also allows you to be okay with that shortcoming or that, you know, that thing that you hide in the shadows. It makes it even more um, okay because you think, well, if it was really an issue, then I wouldn't prosper this way. Well, why not? You know what I mean? Because what's going to return to you is not going to be in the way in which you give it. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be more devastating you know, when it does eventually come out, because it will come out eventually, it's, you know, whatever that thing is in the shadow. And that's about the things that we hide in the shadows is that it eventually comes out and directly affects the people that you thought it would, but it won't affect them, them in the way that you expect. That's just, you know, the way it is. Another thing that you continue to struggle because you don't think that the wrong that you're doing can be forgiven. So you keep feeding the beast, keep keep feeding the shadows, keep feeding, you know, whatever that thing is because you think, well, I can't be forgiven anyways. Yeah, yeah, you can. You know, what was the point of it all if all can't be forgiven? Now, that forgiveness does not mean that consequences won't happen, but the forgiveness can put you on an even um, even plane to move forward. There are always going to be consequences. That's just the, um, just the way that it is. And then 
eventually what's going to happen is the things that you are doing in the shadow payoff is eventually going to get to be too high because and that's kind of the payoff may get to be too high but then that also is the point to where you decide that you want to meet up with who you think you are who you believe you are and you know that's what you're going to choose to be and sometimes when you get <coughs> get to that point where you're fed up with yourself that's the time in which you are ready to bring and face whatever you're fighting in the shadows you're ready to face and move forward that is a good place to be in that's where you're actually allowing yourself to be accountable for your shortcomings or whatever that thing is that you've been battling maybe coming cling to your husband you know i have a gambling addiction addiction and this is how much i'm in debt and i know i'm going to have to work overtime in order to take care of it but this is where i am this is how i am you know getting help with whatever that is and this is how i want us to move forward and i i understand that this may be something that you don't want to help me get through you know those are the realities of shadow boxing when you bring it into you know the forefront bring it into the light it's accepting all accountabilities that yep you may lose everything and that's a scary thing to be but that's a good footing to be on because now you're getting to where you can be your full self you can be your authentic self and you can be a testimony to the things that people are you know hiding in the shadows and that's where where we all would like to be but it takes courage and it takes strength to be in that light and to bring the things that we have in the shadows to the forefront. It's a lot and it's hard, but that's something that you can do and that's something that you should want to do and want to be is your full true authentic self. And sometimes we believe that that authentic self is perfection and it's perfect and you don't have sure you know you don't have where you veered off and that's just not reality that's not life we all have things that we struggle with we all have things that you know we need to be accountable for and we need to work hard at you know being true to ourselves and not blocking our blessings blocking our awareness because of the things that we hide in the shadow So I hope this helps you on your journey in shadow boxing and bringing things that you think are too big to overcome to the forefront and actually confront it. Actually, you know, live up to who you believe and think and say you are. Um I hope this helps you on your journey. This is episode 
30 shadow boxing. I hope you have a great day. Thank you.